The healthcare field is quickly embracing the power of the digital age. Terms like telemedicine and mobile health are suddenly commonplace in conversations involving healthcare providers, insurers, plan administrators, and consumers. This is no doubt a dynamic trend with compelling opportunities. So what are the latest developments and what's in store for the digital health field in 2018? We have a Jones Day panel here to let us know. I'm Dave Dalton. Welcome to Jones Day Talks Healthcare. Today's focus, healthcare goes digital. Thank you for listening to Jones Day Talks Healthcare. Let's quickly introduce our panel. Alexis Gilroy is a Jones Day Washington-based partner. She advises on transactional and health regulatory issues with an emphasis on virtual health methods like telemedicine and telehealth. Dallas partner Todd Kelly has worked with major institutional healthcare providers in transactional and regulatory matters for more than 20 years. Also from our Dallas office, Associate Courtney Carroll advises healthcare providers on compliance, regulatory, investigative, and operational matters. Thank you all for being here. Let's go first to Todd Kelly. Todd, what broadly speaking is digital health? Dave, I like to think of digital health, at least at a high level, as an ecosystem. We're taking today's technology and we're applying it to healthcare. Really, doctors and hospitals have been doing this all along. We're using new tools to provide healthcare more efficiently. So what we have here really, in my mind, when we talk about digital health, is an evolution. All of it made possible by smartphones, high-speed internet access, and data encryption. We have the technology to interact with one another real-time. Let's use it. And that's what we're doing in the medical field. One of the examples that we've seen recently is, you and I have discussed before, is the use of smartphones to really be a tool to deliver care. And in addition to some of the telemedicine pieces that I think Alexis can describe better, we see mobile health apps or mHealth, which are a way to deliver healthcare in connection oftentimes with wearable devices. So you may have a necklace that can detect cardiac arrhythmias that works with an app on your phone. And then that information can be triggered an alert for you and your physician to know if there's something that requires medical attention. That's a good point. And sort of the wonky term for the benefit of our audience for the idea of this use of the smartphone, which is a general purpose device that we use for lots of different things. In our area, we refer to that as software as a medical device. We're taking this smartphone that we all carry around with us, that we have practically attached to us 24 hours a day, and now we can use it to facilitate our own health care. Todd and Courtney, thanks. Great insights. Over to Alexis Gilroy. Alexis, I'm hearing the term telemedicine a lot. What exactly is that referring to? Oh, it's a great question. And it's actually a subsect of digital health, just to continue with the conversation we've been having about that as digital health is sort of a broader complement. And, you know, telemedicine itself generally refers more towards a, a workflow or a method of providing a service. The definition really depends on the particular context of how it's being used and the laws or regulations in question. For example, if you are looking at some practice standards in a state practice act, then it may have a definition that is very particular to certain healthcare providers. If you are looking at an insurance code, it may be defined more towards a definition around particular workflows. And, and I'll give you some examples just to, to kind of tease that out a little bit more. In the practice standards side, 
we typically think of healthcare providers who are practicing medicine, right, as, it, as it's called, telemedicine. So that would be physicians, physician's assistants, nurse practitioners, and they're utilizing technology such that in a way where the patient is not there with them. So they're able to practice medicine using technology apart from the patient. As Todd and Courtney mentioned, there's a lot of different ways you can accomplish that through different methods, but that's generally how many of the practice standards, you know, kind of look at telemedicine. Is it similar for insurance law? The insurance laws are really coming at it from a different perspective because they're thinking more about what types of methodologies do we want to pay for. So in many cases in that context, they are limiting telemedicine to workflows that incorporate a real-time visual and audio element versus a, an asynchronous or an audio-only element for coverage of the particular service that is offered. No question, it's been an eventful year in the digital health sector. Lots coming, I'm sure, around the corner. Let's talk about some predictions, what you see coming in this space in the near future. Let's start with Alexis. What do you see happening in terms of digital health in 2018? I think hospitals and health systems are really on board with telemedicine and digital health broadly. They see this as a a particularly strong additional model to drive efficiencies and collaboration, especially as they're pushed more towards risk-based models. So I think that will only continue, and it's, it's a great tool for them to have at their disposal. On the legal side, I think we are likely to see some interesting things play out in the fraud and abuse world. The OIG and their work plan this year indicated that they were going to start for the very first time looking at telemedicine claims. So this would be claims out of Medicare and how those claims were applied as it related to originating site and a professional site. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out as does generally advancing state regulation and enforcement. Great insights. Courtney Carroll, what do you see coming? Well, I have a wish request, which is that (laughs) as part of some of the DEA federal regulatory landscape, there has been an open-ended question, which is the ability to prescribe controlled substances through telemedicine platforms. And the DEA is slated and it has been for some time to come out with rulemaking regarding a special registration that would enable providers to register for the ability to provide controlled substances, prescribe them in certain situations. That has been a long time coming. And I think that there's at least a reasonable possibility that some of the opioid epidemic and the changes around the landscape of that in the federal government may push towards coming to some sort of resolution about how we handle controlled substance prescription within telemedicine that could lead to some increased regulatory framework that we're desperately needing. I think a maybe more realistic expectation for 2018 is payment parity discussions. And we've talked a little bit about reimbursement and sort of how ultimately these tools in digital health can reduce costs and hopefully increase overall value. But in the meantime, while we're still living in this kind of fee-for-service landscape, providers want to be paid comparably for their telemedicine services as they are paid for in-person services. And I think we're going to continue seeing those types of fights about what is the appropriate payment model for Medicare and Medicaid in particular at the local and federal government levels. 
Todd Kelly, wrap us up. What do you see in 2018 in the digital health sphere? I may be a year or two early, Dave, but I'm watching artificial intelligence. I think we're going to be talking to Alexa and Siri quite a bit about our health care. And I think that hearing what they have to say and knowing what they do with what we say to them is going to bring a lot of interesting political, legal, and policy issues for us to wrestle with over the next several years. Alexis, Courtney, Todd, thanks. This has been great. For more information on digital health law at Jones Day, go to jonesday.com forward slash digital health HIT. I'm Dave Dalton. Thanks for listening to Jones Day Talks Healthcare. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Jones Day Talks. Comments heard on Jones Day Talks should not be construed as legal advice regarding any specific facts or circumstances. The opinions expressed on Jones Day Talks are those of lawyers appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect those of the firm. For more information, please visit jonesday.com.